Santa and I are really excited about the Lunge Plus Christmas Special. We want to let you guys know all about it. On December 22nd, we're going to be having a very merry Lunch Plus Christmas Special at 11.30 a.m. here on the Brian Wright YouTube channel. Guys, we're going to be having some gift cards. We're going to be giving away prizes, giveaways, fun segments. It's going to be a lot of fun, interactive. We're going to have you guys involved in it. Santa, are you excited? He's excited. I'm excited too. So we'll see you guys on December 22nd at 1130 for the Lunch Plus Christmas Special. We'll see you there. Hey, hello. Hey. <laughs> we are next to the massive pine cones again. Mm -hmm. Happy. Are you going to say Happy Christmas Eve? No, I was going to say what today was, Wednesday. but I forgot what today was. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Happy everyone. Happy Wednesday and Merry Christmas. Well, it's not Christmas yet, but we'll still say Merry Christmas. Can you only say Christmas on Christmas Day? No. But why did you say it's not Christmas yet? I was just making that statement. <laughs> I Hello, like everyone. It's December 15th. Yes. We're in the 12 days of Christmas. Oh. Today. Wait, wait, what is today's? Today is the day. Um, okay, what? Well, 25 minus, what's today? 15, so 10 days, so the, the second day, or the third day, we're on the third day of Christmas. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, what? Made the milking. No! <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Ooh, my hand's cold. Guys, say hello in the comments. Hello. I mean, everyone is doing that. And if you're our 100th commenter, you get a gift card. Yes, you, know, you we do. Usually say that, but we Greg says Merry Wednesday. George says Happy Daylight. Serena says Happy Hot Chocolate Day. Really? I read it's hot it chocolate not day? chocolate day. Happy but. not chocolate day. <laughs> but it's hot chocolate day. Johnny says Pork Shoulder for my something else. 
I think wow. she, oh, okay, she's, she's, she is referring to the poll that is on the, the YouTube event and everything. Yeah. Um, if they didn't see that poll, they'd be very confused why she's talking about a pork shoulder. That's true. So, yeah, there's but a poll. Now you don't have to be. Yeah. Well, most of the people in the comments can see that poll. But if you're, like, on TV, you might, if you're watching from your TV, you would not. Yeah. Barrett says, William Aldridge Art. the fourth. Is William says, hello. Hello. Hi, William. Good to see you. And then uh, Crystal says, a partridge in three. Oh, is that right? Well, that's right for, you know. For day, day three? Day one. Well, there's a partridge in every day. Well, you, put out, you put, Abby put it? Oh, uh, she said uh, three, three French, French horns, two French Hence. Oh, French horns. <laughs> three French horns. <laughs> French horns are pricey. I looked them up. They're like $1,200. Hold on. Barrett, can you unmute me for a second? Well, oh, you're okay, well, Barrett's joining Barrett us. wants to be unmuted. Just for a second, I was 32 years old when I right now realized it's not French horns. I say French hens, but I have thought French horns my entire life. Thank you for bringing this You're to You're welcome. Life. I was wrong with you, which enlightened you. I legit thought it was French. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, how old were you when you realized that it was French hens, not French horns? French hens. They're, they're, they're a, it's a, it's a kind of hen. Yeah. It's a French hen. Also, uh... Uh, Holly said that she used to play French horn. Me too. Really? Yeah. Now French hen is the curly one, right? Ah. Did you say French hen? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! They're the oh. same! Wait, Grayson, did you always think that it was French horn? <gasps> she said, oops, same. What? She oh said I was today's I am amazed right now <laughs> at how many people thought it was French horn. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Hi, Candy, my sister. Did you know that it was three French hens and not three French horns is it, is in the 12 a, Days of Christmas time? Is there anyone else outside of Barrett and Grayson that thought it was a French horn? I didn't really think about it, but like it came out of me as I was reading it, as mm -hmm. we just witnessed. Yeah. But I say hen. I say thought horn. Like I visualized horn. Ah. Said Greg said, wow. now I know what a French horn is. <laughs> um, William said, what exactly is a French horn? Hong Hong, wee wee, book book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi Rachel! Rachel's on! She oh, said aloha, oh, bonjour, hello, salute, hello. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, it's family chat time. It is. And later, we have, right after this, at 11.40-ish, we will have five-second challenge. Mm -hmm. And today, our five-second challenge theme is Objects that you can find in a Christmas tote. And you learned what a tote is today. I just thought a tote was just a bag. But, I mean, a, a tote can be a bag, but it's also those tote big bag. plastic bins. The yeah, the big plastic bins. Didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Candy, Candy, we need we need to help answer your question. She says, it is French hens, right? Yes, oh! it is French hens. Oh, that's a fancy hen. They can't see that very well. And that's going to get real blurry real quick. Well, you see the black? Right. It's like a scarf. Welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast where this happens. It's kind of hard to. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, yeah. You see that? It has like a really fancy built-in scarf. Built-in scarf. Now I know why. It's a French hen in the song, and not just a hen, because French hens are fancy. Mm. Uh huh. 
Oh, also later, we have Bible trivia. So you can win, win gift cards mm -hmm. if you get the Bible questions right first. So we'll be giving yes. my, we'll be giving my five gift cards at about 11.50. Which is fun. All right, well, anyway, until we get to that point, we now have three minutes left to go through two questions. Let's see. I mean, we don't like have to go through two. We, it's we not don't. like a checklist. Like Guys, we're we having three fun, minutes. Buddy. We have three now, minutes. Now to we're have probably fun. like down to ninety seconds because I mean, we had to clear. I'm we just kidding. Just I'm use kidding. one question. <laughs> Let's put up our family chat question of the day. Question number one, and maybe our only question for family chat. <laughs> we have what is your favorite flavor of candy cane? We were having natural fun. Okay, it didn't have to go along now with the schedule. <laughs> So now we're no longer having natural fun because we have a question. No, we're having scheduled fun now. Uh, okay, now our fun is scheduled. Okay. Favorite what is flavor your favorite of flavor of candy cane? Um, I'm going to say peppermint. Peppermint. That's also what Barrett said. She says, because I'm not a communist. It's, it's actually not peppermint. I don't know that peppermint would actually be my favorite, though. I don't know. What? Um, Abby said classic, but you put a K on it. Classic. Wow. Uh, like good. sick, like it's sick. I don't think she knows. No. no. Anyway. Okay. Um, Hannah says peppermint. Hannah says peppermint. There's two <laughs> Hannahs that both said peppermint. Just so you know, I'm not repeating myself. Uh, Becca says hi guys. Greg hi. says peppermint. Eo says uh peppermint. peppermint. Um, Arabella says sour patch kid cherry? candy canes. Polly said cherry. Ooh. Becca says the lifesaver candy canes. Johnny says peppermint. Um. So, my answer is um, the, what are they called? Sweet tart ones. Oh, we had those the other the night, right? Yep, they were really good. And I, I preached all night with a blue tongue. You did, very blue. I, um, I didn't get to eat the sweet tart one because we were playing a game with them and they were all broken and on mm. the ground. Yeah. So, I didn't eat them. Um, William said, Barrett, I want to know what a communist candy cane is. Me too, actually. Uh, uh, I missed the rest of it because it went away. Candy said, I like the little peppermint candy canes. The ones that have like 35 connected to each other. Yeah, what? Connected to each other? Oh, they come in like a little chain. Like sausage, oh. like sausage joints. Oh. But with, with candy canes. Oh, yeah, those are good. Um, candy says, ask Marky her favorite Reese's. It's the ones that are the little trees. Oh. And, they're, and I like the white chocolate, the white yes. chocolate trees. Those, Aww, those are you quality. guys are so sweet. Serena said, Marky, what's your favorite Reese's? <laughs> Good job, Serena. Wait, um, wait There's something I was going to say, but I forgot. That's okay, because we're out of time. <laughs> Did you just say that's okay? <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You don't have to finish your sentence, because it's time for the five-second challenge. Yes, so it we're is. Gonna, we're going to figure out things that you can find in a Christmas tote, and I want to see if you guys tote. can um, guess, even before we go into it, guess what those objects will be. And that'll be pretty cool if you can guess what's on the list. There are eight items, so guess. And... We just reached our 100 commenter, oh! so before we transition... Oh! Who was it? Kelly, it Kelly Berardi. Berardi. Congratulations, you are our 100th commenter of the day. Which means you can claim your gift card at whatsright.com slash gift. Guys, I feel like consistently this week we've reached our 100th comment during family chat. Yeah! Because Barry <laughs> said it's because of natural fun. Yeah, I heard. Not just scheduled fun. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> All right, well, guys, now we're going into scheduled fun, the five-second challenge. We'll see you guys in just one second.
fun. Schedule fun is good fun. It's time for the five second challenge. Things that you can yeah. find in a Christmas tote. I want you Let's to explain, explain what a tote is. Yeah, I, don't, a Christmas I know Christmas what a tote, tote is, but I don't know what you're meaning. So a, a tote, tote, meaning tote. like a big plastic bin that you put your Christmas decorations it's in. It's like Tupperware the bin. for giants. The bin, you put your Christmas decorations in. I'm so happy you explained, because in my head, I was thinking of what happens when I go to the right house for Christmas time, and George and I have like tote bags full of presents. That's I'm like, what I thought. Would I just say presents big? Presents no. small? Like Bows that fell off? bag? <laughs> now these are for decorations. But this makes sense. Okay, yeah, stuff, I'm here. stuff like that. Big Tupperware. <laughs> Yeah, what you store your Christmas stuff in. Plastic boxes. So, Barry, I'm gonna have you go first, okay? Okay. Oh okay. man, George, or no, it's not George, it's Greg. Greg came out to Greg, play. Greg, he is putting a lot of things in. Whoa. He is. We're gonna find out, are any of the things that Greg just put in the comments, are they in the Christmas totes? Garland, wreaths, Christmas lights, ornaments, stockings, stocking holders. Greg is here to let you know what he has around his house at Christmas time. Stocking holders. Yeah, yeah, yeah for your fireplace. Yeah, the things that hold them up that are weighted down. I yeah. just nailed them into the wall. Holes <laughs> in the wall. Wow. Technically, I mean. Technically. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you're gonna go. You're gonna go. Okay, so you I'm can't ready. look at the screen because okay. it's up okay. on the screen. Okay? I'm not going to look at the okay. screen. I am. Ooh, these go on your tree and they have hooks on them. Ornaments? Yeah. I like ornaments a lot. Ornaments. Ornaments. <laughs> I love ornaments. Yeah. I don't uh, Candy said random ornaments that never made it to the tree. True. That's, That's true. Yeah, there's like this whole like land of misfit ornaments mm -hmm. that never make it. It's like in Rudolph. They the have their own little place. Misfit toys. They have the bin. The it's called darkness. <laughs> That's I where love they live. Misfit ornaments. Okay, you ready? Yes. You ready for the next I'm one? Ready. I'm have, looking. And the way that this works, if you're new here, they have only five seconds to guess. So. Okay. 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 Oh, we just said this. They're like big socks. Stockings. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Big socks. Big socks. These I've are, always wanted to put mine on my foot. These are very easy today. Nope. These are very good. Okay. Very easy. Easy I think. time. Easy. I think so. I think. Okay. Let's do our next one. Okay. Ready? Okay. Oh, you put your Christmas outside plant on it and water porch? it. Porch? Porch? You water, put water ha, ha, on porch. it. Ha, you lost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> I said it was easy. Your Christmas I outside plant on it and I can't say it. tree. That's true, she can't say tree. So it was the Christmas outside plant that you bring you inside. Ah, uh, that's I'm weird. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just, like, the reason why I got excited that you lost that one, because I was Thank thinking, you. oh man, I it's too easy. I love when people easy. celebrate failure. Like, yeah. I was like, it's too yeah. easy. No failure. Oh, it's too so easy, good. but now that yeah. now it got interesting. I was like, oh, I did my job. I did. Yeah. I was imagining like a poinsettia on my front porch, like on like a little table or something. I'll, I'll, that'll be the next one. Yeah. Poinsettia table. Poinsettia stand. table for the front porch. <laughs> Greg is laughing. I love when we make Greg laugh because he doesn't roast people often. He's like porch. <laughs> Do you understand how I got there though? Um, also, Holly. <laughs> Holly said, "Oh no!" Holly said, "My tree stand doesn't fit in the tote." We never put ours in a tote. It always goes in the garage, or not garage. I just like... wanted, I needed things to figure out to put in a tote. Practical logic. It's fake news. <laughs> Practical they don't logical go there. Who's across the room is like, "How do you put a porch in a tote? How do you put a tree stand in a tote?" And Buddy wanted to make sure his comment was seen, so he just put it on on YouTube as well, so you can like it there too. Okay, <laughs> let's put up. Who's like? 
case. I'm not. I don't know. Me? Sure. Okay. I failed okay. with tree stamps. Oh, oh, you put this on your tree. Christmas lights and Buddy yeah. is elated because he guessed it. <laughs> you guessed you go, it? it? Look, he literally said Christmas lights will be next. That's my educated guess. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> Buddy, good job! I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't Abby's description, it was Buddy's gasp of thrill. Of air. <gasps> yes, I was right. So, thanks, Buddy. Great job, Buddy. <laughs> Hannah said, with God, all things are possible. As Bingo. how a tree stand fits in the tote. Or a porch. Or a porch. Yeah. Okay, you're looking now. Yes. Yeah. See if you can get the next one in under five seconds. Okay. Um, this is the man that brings Santa. a sack of toys and Santa. what you cover your house Santa in at Christmas time. Santa decorations. Yes. Yay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, you're taking so long. I'm just gonna keep saying Santa. 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 Yeah, just say it again, and maybe it'll just turn right. Even though it was wrong, just keep saying it. Keep saying the same thing. I got thing. it. I got okay. it. It worked, it worked though. It worked. You got it. You got it. It was close no to all, judgment but you got here. it. You got it. Okay. Judgment free zone. Yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> put up our next one. Wait, who's looking? You I don't are. Me. I, my oh, this goes around the, the outside Christmas plant. Skirt. Yes. Tree skirt. Christmas yeah, tree yeah. skirt. There you go. There you go. Like, Christmas skirt. Yeah, I love to put a Christmas skirt around my tree. It's, it's um, for my Christmas party. Grayson says, okay, I missed an apparent conversation defining a Christmas tote, and I'm honestly lost. Okay, a Christmas, big Tupperware box. A Christmas yeah. tote is the bin, big. plastic bin, that you put your Christmas decorations and stuff in. In the storage. They store everything in. So when you open that baby up, what is in there and the stuff? Were you like me and Abby where you thought it was going to be like a cloth bag that you got from like Macy's to like put your Christmas stuff in? Because <laughs> yes. that's where I was. Or like nope. a Santa, like his sack. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. okay. I'm looking. You're looking. Okay. Ooh, this is... Uh, it, you put around a tree and it's sparkly and it looks Portland? like tinfoil. Yes. Yay! Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. My brain like shut up. We were I'm like, four seconds yeah. I don't think that you could see Abby's face because she had her, her hand covered, but it was kind of like this. It was so, panic. Just rewind it. Like you can, if you're on YouTube, if you want to, you can just rewind it about 15 seconds and get to see that. Because that I was, was watching. Barrett's face in the background and Marky's hands. <laughs> so anytime you see her head move, know that there were eyes popping. Yeah. Grayson says, okay, I do have that, several of those, but yes, I was thinking tote bag ah. for sure. Oh, Holly asks, what do y'all call the containers you put Christmas stuff in? The Christmas, Christmas boxes. Boxes. Oh, yep. But what if it's not a box? It's, it's a bin. always a box. And I call it it's a bin. Always a box. Okay. Plastic, <laughs> plastic box. Let's put a plastic box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's put our next one up on the screen. Oh, this is um like garland but unraveled. Tinsel. Yeah. yeah. I'm so Yay. glad you were along, along that train of thought. Good job. Thank you. I feel like how many? Is there one more? Two, two more. more. Two okay. more. Okay, two. guys. Ready. You have commenters, peeps. You have an opportunity. Can you guess? Because we have one up on the screen. We haven't Peeps? used it. Peeps. Wrong people. holiday. Peeps. Not Easter. <laughs> um, put it in the comments. Within, well, you see what this one is. But the next one after this, put it. See if you can guess. Okay. Okay. So this is what ornaments. I. Sorry. Did you see the word? 
No, but you said the word. I said ornament. She said ornament. It's in the it's the in decoration it. that goes on the tree and it helps it stay up. I'm sorry. So, I forgot the ornament. We <laughs> lost that one. Okay. Sorry. If Man. our soundboard had. It does. We do. It does. Okay. But, no, but do I don't think it's like working. You can like, do it in shame to if work. you want to. It's Maybe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I did it to myself. We have one more, guys. <laughs> one more thing, and then we're going into confessions, where we confess the word of God, and then we go into Bible trivia. Are you ready? So ready. Get I'm so let sorry. us get Barrett to guess. Okay. This. You send these out to all of your family and Christmas friends and acquaintances. Yes. In a storage bin. I was. I will not say who, but someone. Said that they had this in their storage box. I said I would not say who. It's because I heard her snort laugh, and I'm like, oh, it's Holly. Yeah, Holly, Holly. Holly said that. Holly said she has Christmas cards in her storage box for Christmas. So, in her Christmas box. So, why is this segment always so controversial? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not but. controversial. 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 That's not a word. I don't know. I okay. Know. <laughs> now it's time for confessions. Are you ready? And then remember, Bible trivia, where you can get a gift card. Yeah. We will see you right there. Oh my gosh. Bye. <laughs> what is happening? Bye, Like that sound? <laughs> Welcome to Confessions, guys. We have some confessions for you today, and it's gonna be awesome. Pastor Cole said y'all are a hot mess. <laughs> he doesn't, but then you know, I just made it even better. Well, guys, welcome to Confessions. Today we are going to confess the word of God over our lives, and I want to let you guys know that as you confess the word of God, your life is going up in Jesus' name. Are you excited? <laughs> it's a good day, guys. Hello, Kelly Berardi, good to see you. Um, so guys, let's put up our first confession of the day and I want you to say this out loud with me. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. Let's say that one more time in case you were giggling. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. And then let's put up our next confession, our last one of the day. It's our year of increase. Amen. Are you increasing? Put it in the comments right now. It's my year of increase. Amen. Well, now, guys, we're moving into our next segment. It is Bible trivia, which is your opportunity to actually, oh, that was weird, to actually increase because we're giving away gift cards. So we'll see you guys in just one second for Bible trivia.
Hey guys, welcome to Bible Trivia. Are you excited to potentially win a gift card? Because you might not, but there is a great potential for you to win a gift card. What? I'm just being realistic. We have 17 people watching right now. We have five questions. <laughs> guys, you have a chance to win a gift card. How exciting is that? And it's Bible Trivia Time. So here's what we're going to do. We have five questions for you today. And when we're going to put them up. They're multiple choice questions. And uh, what we want you to do in the comments, as soon as you see the question, we want you to put the number of the question. This is important. Put the number of the question and then A, B, C, or D, whatever your answer is. And the first person to show up with the right answer on our Restream chat will get a gift card on us. <laughs> Pastor Nicole, uh, that brought her joy, so that, that makes me feel better. <laughs> Grace said, God bless. <laughs> All right, well, guys, so let's jump in. Get your typing fingers ready, and let's jump into our first question for Bible trivia. Which king built the temple for God in Jerusalem? Was it A, King David? Was it B, King Solomon? Was it C, C, King Moses, or was it D, King Tut? Which king built the temple for God in Jerusalem? Put your answers in the comments right now. Remember, put the number of the question, so number one, and then A, B, C, or D, according to the uh, answer that you got. All right, I see the correct answer. Let's put it up on the screen. Who was it? It was... It was... It was B... King Solomon, and that one goes to Grayson Pickett. Grayson! Congratulations, Grayson. You are one of the few. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I'm just kidding. You just want a gift card on us. Congratulations, Grayson. All right, let's jump into question number two. Question number two. <laughs> Which city did Jonah flee to when God called him? Was it A, Nineveh? Was it B, Tarshish? which you can't say without sounding like Sean Connery. Tarshish. Was it C, Joppa, or was it D, Seattle? Which city did Jonah flee to, not from, but to, when God called him? Was it A, Nineveh? Was it B, Tarshish? Was it C, Joppa, or was it D, Seattle? I see the correct answer. It was, in fact, B, it was Tarshish. Uh, Barrett said Jabba makes me think of Jabba, like Jabba the Hutt. Well, guess what? That one also goes to Grayson. Congratulations, Grayson. You just won a second gift card. So, well done. Well done, Grayson. You're doing great. All right. <laughs> Barrett said defeating the odds. All right. Question number three. How many stone water jars did Jesus have filled with water at the wedding of Cana? Was it A3... Was it B, seven? Was it C, six? Or was it D, none? How many stone water jars did Jesus have filled with water at the wedding of Cana? Put your answers in the comments. Remember, put the number of the question <coughs> in A, B, C, or D uh, with that. All right, let's put it up. What was the correct answer? It was C, six. And I realized that I just put that up a little too early. Oh, no. I see it. Look at that. 
Wow, it just like blended in with the other comments. Charlia Shafrit. Congratulations, Charlia. Well done. You just won a gift card on us. Congratulations. That one goes to you. And uh, Pastor Nicole said all of them, none were Tupperware jars. Ah, well done. Or toots. Anyway, question number four. What bird did Noah first send out of the ark? Was it A, a raven? Was it B, an eagle? Was it C, a dove? Or was it D, a black-palmed cockatoo? What bird did Noah first send out of the ark? Was it A, a raven? Was it B, an eagle? Was it C, a dove? Or was it D, a black-palmed cockatoo? Which is apparently a decent pet bird, if you didn't know. Anyway, what was it? Let's put up the correct answer. It was A, a raven. And look at that, I didn't fool any of y'all. Kevin said three French hens. That was a good one. Not French horns, French hens. But that one also goes to Grayson. Congratulations, Grayson. You just won a third gift card. Man, you're on a roll. Well done. All right, guys, we have one more question for you today. Question number five. Put it up on the screen. Question number five. Who was David's best bud? Who is his best friend? Was it A, Samuel? Was it B, Jonathan? Was it C, Saul? Or was it D, Cal Ripken Jr.? Who was David's best friend? Who was it? Was it Samuel? Was it Jonathan? Was it Saul? Or was it Cal Ripken Jr.? Barrett said, what a random choice for Cal. Ah, what a decision indeed. All right, what was the correct answer? It was B, Jonathan, and that one goes to Becca Beard. Congratulations, Becca, you just won a gift card on us. And for all of those who want a gift card, you can claim your gift card at whatsright.com slash gift. So congratulations, guys, and thank you for joining us today for Bible trivia. We love you guys. Now we're moving on to what's the word? We got a good word for you today. We're talking about who you are in Christ. You are and have been made new. It's going to be awesome. Take this time to share the broadcast. Give us a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Hit the little notification bell and we'll see you guys in just one second for what's the word. comments where you're watching from because if you're watching and you don't comment we don't know that you're watching we need to see your comments yeah. to say hi to you because we love you and Marky says yeah sir <laughs> I was I was laughing to myself because um, you started out Abby starts out every transition in lunch plus with a couple different things and so one of them yep. is a <laughs> she like it's like she holds her breath and then we go live and she's like <laughs> Hey guys! So I was laughing to myself, but we're here today. We're going to enjoy having this time with you guys yeah. to enjoy being in the Word with you. 
And I don't remember what you said because I was so distracted by that. What did you already say? Did you tell I them to them share? To comment. comment. To comment who's watching. Who's Where watching. they're watching. From. Okay. Hello. We have Greg from Charlotte. We have Charlotte. Grayson and Picket Babes from, from Monroe. Monroe. We have Prilla here from Aldi. 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 Okay. We have Holly here. Serena, Serena from Albemarle, I think. Hannah from Locust. Aww. And Kelly Brarty from Riverview, Florida. Riverview. Florida. Good to see you guys. And we have Becca from in um Oakboro. Oakboro. <laughs> Oakboro. The, the locals that I've heard put like an L at the yeah, end. There is no L in the name. Yes. And we have Pastor Nicole from Albemarle. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, guys. So what are we talking about today? Today, the Lord's just been talking to me over and over, like for two weeks, really. And it's not a coincidence, but about how we're made new creatures. We're made completely new creations when we become saved. Yeah. And it's... it's it's not a coincidence because in Impact we just finished New Creation Realities. Yeah. But he's been talking to me like just the class ended weeks ago. We've been on a completely different class talking about very different, very different. stuff. <laughs> very different stuff. But he's kept talking to me about it, like kept bringing it up. Uh, there was a video from Daniel Kalinda who is a missionary and he was talking about it. It was wow. like, it was like, so random because it was a very it wasn't random it was god it was a short clip and he says he said you have to realize when you get saved your life cannot stay the same i'm like well that's what god's been talking to me about <laughs> so then when we were talking about what to talk about today holy spirit brought it up again and it's so important because i lived a very large, embarrassingly large amount of my life thinking, okay, I'm a Christian, which means I'm different from a lot of the world, but I don't need to be a nut, and which is true. You don't need to be. But I tried to blend in yeah. to not, you know, I didn't want people to think Christians were just crazies, and I need to blend in as much as possible for them to see that, you know, Christians can be Christians and they're not like going crazy all the time and like just I don't want to be a Christian because they're crazy. And that's that's a partial truth. And that's what the devil tries to do a lot. It's he tries to deceive with partial truths. Just like what he told Eve was, did God really say he was taking a partial truth? And twisting it. He said, well, you won't really die. Uh, you won't die that second. But at the same time, you are going to die. Twisting the words of God. And no, we don't need to be absolute crazies. Um, God, God doesn't want us to be like all the time just like a wacko. But at the same time, we are not called to blend into this world. He says, you are in this world but you are not of this world. Yeah. And mm -hmm. as soon as we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are in this world, but we are not yeah. of this world. We are from heaven. And that looks completely different. Life cannot stay the same. Life cannot stay the same when you get changed. When, yeah. you, get, when you get saved, it has yeah. to change. What I was trying to say. It has 
to change. It has to change when you accept Jesus as your yeah. Savior. Yeah, it's so true. It reminds me, so have you ever, um, have you ever like brought a friend to church or something and uh, bring someone, bring someone that uh, you know needs the Lord and you're in church and <clears throat> suddenly something happens where depending on what church you were in, there are very varying levels of this, <laughs> but in some form, something makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you start to worry, like, you're, and it's, it's not you, it's your flesh. Your flesh yeah. starts to get uncomfortable, and then you start to, then your flesh starts to be like, well, you know, your friend would really, or this person would, that you brought to church, they'd yeah. be a lot better off if the service could just be normal right now. Yeah. That would really help them. Because, you know, <laughs> let's, bring in, let's, let's bring them in and, and let them get comfortable and settled and realize mm-hmm. that, you know, everything's normal. And then maybe later on... Yeah. Then maybe later on they'll kinda, they'll yeah we kind of like yeah. ease them in and everything like that. But the the issue with that is our flesh being comfortable is not mm-hmm. what saves people. Mm-mm. It's actually the opposite. The power of God is what brings people to yeah. the Lord. We are supposed to look different, and just yeah. because our flesh feels awkward about it, you know, there have been times where. Like, let's say you go up and you tell someone the Lord loves you. Yeah. Your flesh is like, you know what? They're buying milk right now. <laughs> I don't need to tell them about the Lord. Yeah. Do they need to be comfortable? Do you need to be Mm-mm. comfortable? Do they need to be comfortable with buying their milk just in, you know, in, in privacy and everything? Or do yeah. they need to hear that the Lord loves them and is reaching out yeah. to them and hear that there's good news? So our flesh yeah. being the standard for mm-hmm. what is what should that look like? What yeah. should we look like? Our yeah. flesh will always take us off course oh, every yeah. time. Our flesh should not make that standard of what are we supposed to look like. Yeah. Well, there's a saying, and I don't know exactly where it stems from, but comfort is the enemy of progress. And that applies in so many areas because, like you were saying with salvations, if I just chased after what was comfortable, I would never go win souls. I would never invite somebody to church. Never, ever. Ever, because it never feels comfortable to me. My flesh has been trying to say, I don't want to intrude on them. What if they think this is, what if they never become Christians because they think I was rude and intruded on them today? Like, the flesh tries to make up stupid stuff all the time. Never comfortable with getting people saved, with leading them to Jesus. We cannot be chasing comfort. We have to chase after God. Jesus was not chasing comfort when he made the decision to die for our sins. But praise God he did. Praise God he wasn't saying, well, this isn't comfortable for me, but so, you know, I'm not going to do it. This, isn't, this doesn't feel very comfortable. I, can, I'm, I have a great ministry here. I mean, I'm preaching to 5,000 people on a regular basis, and, you know, a lot's happening. Miracles are happening, and I'm comfortable with this. So I'm not going to go die I'm not going to go suffer because I'm, I'm comfortable with the ministry I have now. No, he didn't. He said, even though this isn't comfortable, I'm going to suffer a lot of pain. I know what God has told me. And yeah. we've got to know what God has told us. We've got to chase after that more than we chase after comfort. Sometimes what we do will feel amazing. When, when you lead someone to Christ, oh my goodness, that is the most amazing feeling in the world. You are like soaring on clouds the rest of the day. It's literally like cloud nine. You're walking on cloud nine all day because it's what we were designed to do. But when you make that first step to do it, 
It doesn't always feel comfortable, but we've got to know, hey, God has called each and every single one of us to be a soul winner. So I'm going to do it no matter what. And we've, that's what will make us different. That's what will make us different. And one thing that came up to me as you were talking about um, the church, like wanting, wanting our friends to feel comfortable with, well, this isn't the way the world does it. It's not quite comfortable. And so often we, as Christians, I've done it too. I'm not saying like, no, I'm saying I've done this. God's teaching me through this is chasing after, well, they don't see this in the world very often. This isn't normal. So I, I don't want them to see this and get scared away. Yeah. But what's happening in the world isn't working. That's why you see so much bad, terrible things happening in the world because it's, it's bred in sin. And we cannot be chasing so much after looking normal, after looking comfortable to people to draw them in. We've got to show them what's real. We've got to show them what really, truly works, and that's the love of God. And it does not look like the world because the world is sinful, but we are not. God is not. And even though it may look different than the world looks, we've yeah. got to show them what's real. Because yeah. God's stuff, even though it may look silly, why are people falling out on the floor? It may look weird to the world. It works. God's love works. God's power works. And yeah. it, it will not look normal. It may not always feel comfortable. I can tell you the first time I saw someone fall out, I'm like, that looks weird. I don't know about <laughs> that. I do not know about that. But God, God spoke, and he said, this is of me. I saw people's lives changed as they stood back up. I saw them being touched by the power of God. God's love works. Yeah, and we can't be... Uh, deterred from the people who are not hungry yeah. and don't want the things of God. I, I think yeah. we, I know if you're if you're from Boomerang, you have um, Kelly's from the River. Yeah. She probably has seen this. Many people have probably seen this where you're sitting in church and you see you literally yeah. see someone stand up and leave because they're Many just times. they're done. Like they yeah. are they are like you know what you guys are fruitcakes. This is not and a lot of times it's people actually. A lot of times it's people actually have a church background. Yeah. Uh, the people who don't have a church background, they'll usually kind of stick around and watch yeah. more. But the people who have a church background and they have a, you know, what I'm used to happening in church, yeah. those are the people where if, it, if it's not what they're used to, they'll get up and leave. <sighs> but, and and there, I've felt that pressure of, oh, yeah. man, oh, no, that's, oh, that's not good. They left. <laughs> but, the, the, like, the issue is, we shouldn't be setting our standard mm -mm. for people who aren't hungry for God. Like, why yeah. would we lower what we are receiving from the Lord, lower what we're offering for someone who's not hungry for God? Yeah. We shouldn't be trying to make people's flesh happy mm -mm. that are not hungry when there are people who are legitimately hungry for the Lord and they need the real thing. Like when you're, when you're if you've ever gone out witnessing, just because a couple people say no doesn't mean you stop because there are the people who you'll walk up to them and say, yeah. can I pray for you? And they will say, yes. Yeah. I've had that. I know if you've gone witnessing, you have seen that too. You, oh, yeah. you should have, but if you've done it enough. There are the people who are yeah. saying, I prayed today for help. I yeah. need help right now. I need this. I need God's help. Yeah. And we can't let people who are not wanting the things of God no. deter us from the people who actually want God. <laughs> Jesus had so many people 
walk away because they weren't hungry. He was the son of God, and yet he still had people who didn't like his ministry, who, who spoke badly of his ministry. And he didn't say, oh, no, I'll change. I'm so sorry. That was too much for you. Let me back up. No, Jesus did not say, oh, no, I'll change. Can you imagine if <laughs> Jesus had changed his message yeah. to fit into what the world was that day? No. It would be so different. <laughs> Everything would be different. It, yeah. They wouldn't have, we wouldn't have the life of God that we have now no. if he tried to fit in. No. It, it would have been completely different. Completely different. It would not have been the will of God. He said, I only do what I see the Father do. I only say what I see the Father say. And we've got to be the same way. We've got to chase after what we see God do, what we hear God say to us, even if it doesn't look normal to the world. It's yeah. what the world needs. He would yeah. not be saying it if it was just going to fall to the ground yeah. and produce nothing. God's words are powerful. They are fruitful. And for us to hold it back is to say, no, God, you don't know what you're talking about. Merry yeah. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> on de December 22nd, guys, we'll be having... A Merry Christmas Lunch Plus broadcast, Amen. by the way. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to remind you of that. Yeah. It's our commercial for this segment, <laughs> but now we're going back into the Word. Just wanted to remind you, invite your friends. Yeah, and, you know, as you're saying it, talking about the world, again, yeah. sometimes the world, worldliness is in people, and people yeah. are what make up the church, and sometimes that worldliness is in the church. Sure. And that actually, like I said before, that actually can be the strongest yeah. deterrent to your flesh. So yeah. it's not just like, well, there's, you know, you're, there's the people who are saved and then there's the world and the, that's the contrast. That's yeah. the, that's the, where, where you have to make sure that you're lining up with the things of God. Now, a lot of times it can be people who have been saved their whole life yeah. and they say, this is the way that God does things. Yeah. And those are the people that, it's worldliness, even if yeah. they're saved. It's yeah. not like they get saved and, oh, they're right about everything. Well, that's, that's the sad part because, like, look at, the, look at the life of Jesus. And you see the Pharisees. They, they were comfortable with putting God in a box. Of, they read all the prophecies of the Messiah coming, and they said, okay, he has to be a military leader. He has to do things this way. He has to do things this way. And when Jesus didn't fit inside that box that they had created, they said, well, he's not the Messiah because it didn't fit into what was comfortable with them. He healed people on the Sabbath. He can't be the Messiah because that's not comfortable. And we've got to be okay to rub against religion because we're not, Christianity isn't a religion. It's not religious. It's relationship with God. And sometimes, a lot of times, that calls for things that are outside of our comfort zone. I've said this time and time again, and Holy Spirit keeps bringing it up. Everything that I've done in my life that has produced so much fruit, like it's, I counted as markers in my life, has been uncomfortable. It's been something that I've had to push past the flesh because I know Holy Spirit's saying to do it, and it's yeah. been uncomfortable. And I can give you those markers. And it's true. God is going to call you to do things that aren't comfortable to your flesh because your flesh isn't like, oh, yeah, Jesus. I love Jesus. No, your flesh is the flesh is this world. It's not chasing after Jesus. But we've got to make the decision of I'm not following after what my flesh wants. 
fleshly comforts. I'm following after Jesus, no matter the cost, no matter the cost of discomfort, no matter the cost of my flesh saying, red lights flashing, don't do this, because I love Jesus. That has to be our why. And that has been, that's also been resonating this entire week. Put this in the comments. Jesus is my why. My love for Jesus is my why. We have to get that into the depths of our heart because anything else will falter. Even if it sounds great, that's what we were talking about in impact the other night. Even if it sounds phenomenal, well, I love people. That's been my why a lot of times, in all honesty. I love people has been my why, and it's faltered. And I've let my love of people, which has been a false love, guide me to do different things or well because I love people I don't want to make this person uncomfortable so I'm not going to tell them about Jesus right now it's a lie anything other than our love for Jesus it will falter we have to really decide that Jesus is my why because he is a strong foundation and that will stand through every decision that you have to make of I don't know what to do well what's your why What's your why in life? What's your why? Because then that will always lead you to the right decision. That will help you to be a a strong pillar in the face of a storm. You will stand there and that storm will not knock you to the side. You will not waver in a storm. You're going to laugh at the storm because Jesus is your why. You're on a strong foundation. And we are going, that is going to look different to the world because the world the world's foundation is not, they're not looking at Jesus as their why. They've got so many other things as their why. And when the storm comes, they will waver. Wait, waver. <laughs> they will waver because Jesus is not their why. And so, yeah, we're going to look a little different. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you're off. So many times when I've looked different, I've been like, oh, maybe that means I'm off. Maybe I'm not doing what's right. And chances are no. When Jesus is your why, you're not off. You're not off. You're on the right course. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was thinking of, I feel like in my mind it keeps, like, progressing. Like, it's first we're talking about us versus uh, versus the world. Then it's, uh, you know, the things of God versus worldliness in church. And then for me, it just kind of brought closer and closer and closer of, we're called to look like Jesus. Yeah. We're not called to just look mm-hmm. look like the people that are around us. Because if we all look like each other, how can we grow? Yeah. So there are going to be moments where Abby and I, Abby and I are like sisters. We're very close. I need moments where she does better than me. I need that. I need moments where... She's not coming down to my level and we stay here together. I need her to do better than me so that I can rise to that. And that standard is not me. That that standard is Jesus. Yeah. But how comfortable is that for you? (laughs) Never. Would you, Uh you you know, just making it very real, our relationship. You, You love me very much. I love you very much. How comfortable is it on your flesh? Not. <laughs> I, can I, haven't even, I, I haven't even finished my sentence. Now I'm I'm someone who I am pursuing godliness. I'm someone the Lord yeah. has connected us. Yeah. Not a bad relationship, it's a mm-hmm. good relationship. Yep. But are you called to look like me? No. 
Nope. <laughs> Are you called, our relationship is from the Lord, but is it meant, is it meant to stay peaceful to, at the expense of godliness, at the expense of, yeah. expense of looking like Jesus? I don't yeah. look exactly, this is the thing, I don't look yet, I'm getting there, I don't look exactly like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So there are going to be moments where there's a rub there. Yeah. Where you're going to refine me. If yeah. you're doing if you are looking like Jesus and yeah. walking like him, you're yeah. going to rub against my flesh and you're right. going to refine me. Iron sharpening iron. That that that's been where I where I told you the little sneak peek of I let my love of people be my why. That's where I've done it wrong. <laughs> and so when things have gone at all rubbing, and I can feel that rubbing, and that's not always comfortable, but it's when I felt that good, healthy conflict of iron sharpening iron, I've been like, oh, I must be in the wrong, and back up, and not chasing what Holy Spirit is actually saying of, hey, like, and there's been times where I've been wrong, there's been times where she's been wrong, there's been times where everyone's been wrong, and there's been... Uh, so many times when I've noticed any rubbing, I backed off. Okay, I must be wrong. And that's not always the case. Because we've got to chase after godliness. We've got to chase after God. And there's going to be some times when Jesus connects you with people, with the body. And he's asking you to help sharpen each other. He's said it in his word. And just like the times where you were saying, I can sharpen her, and there's times where she sharpens me. There's times where we all in this room sharpen each other, and that doesn't always feel comfortable, but we've got to be okay with it because it's not, uh, it's not me wanting peace with Marky that's my source of, well, if, if we're having a little bit of a disagreement right now because we're just seeing things in a different way, well, what? <laughs> well, we've got to fix this right now. I'm backing up. I'm backing out of this situation because peace with Marky is my source. That's not true. We've got to chase after Jesus as our source. And if Jesus is saying, hey, no, this is what's right, and, and say these words, even though she may not like them, it's what she needs to hear, and she'll realize that. And Marky's had to do the same thing with me. Everyone in this room has had to do the same thing with me of, Abby may not like hearing this right now but she needs it. And he, that's iron sharpening iron. There were times when Jesus said stuff to his disciples that they didn't love, they didn't love hearing, and he was called to be with them. It was healthy conflict. They didn't love it at all in those situations, but it was exactly what he was supposed to say. Jesus never messed up. So if Jesus, who was perfect, had situations where with his closest friends, closest friends, the people that God had called him to be with his, in his ministry, the closest people to him, if what he said rubbed with them sometimes, will that not happen to us? And that's something I've had to come to fix because I haven't always loved doing that. I'm sure, there, I'm sure some of you watching, you don't have to put it in the comments, but I'm sure some of you have been like that as well. I'm not wanting to rub. I know you've been like that. I'm not wanting to rub. Um, so it makes for fun times when we rub each other. <laughs> and it really has when neither of us have wanted it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's healthy. And, and not always 
is what God's calling us to do going to be what we imagine it? You know, it's when you think of love, when, when like, I remember as a kid thinking of the word love and what that would look like. If love was a person, what would that look like? Well, they would always, they would always say exactly what you need to hear. They would always make you feel great and amazing and just that that's who they would be. And the truth is Jesus was that embodiment of perfect love. And there were times where he fashioned a whip and drove the money changers out of the temple. That wasn't a moment of weakness for him. That wasn't a moment of, well, he was love, except in that moment he was filled with righteous anger and love wasn't present in that moment. No, he was as much the embodiment of love in that moment as he was when he was healing the blind. And that's what we've got to be okay with. And that's, I've, I've chased after being the embodiment of Jesus, being the embodiment of love in, in particular, um, just really getting Jesus' love in my heart for people. He's put that on my heart for as long as I can remember. And I've been okay. Like I've been so okay with going and loving people who have wronged me, even though it's felt wrong to my flesh. I've known it's been right. I've been okay to do that. But then if he calls me to say something that may rub Marky that, that I know she won't like, but he's told me to say it, I've been like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that's not, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry, Jesus. Get someone else. I can't do that because I need peace with her. And that's it's probably not you saying that actually to me. It's probably the flesh wanting me to disagree with Marky. I mean, I feel like the flesh would say something like that. Of course, telling me to say a biblical principle. Um, yeah, the flesh would tell me, that's not Jesus. That's not love. Yeah. And that's not always the case. Yeah. And we've got to be okay with love no matter what it looks like. Because yeah. he will have iron sharp and iron. Yeah. I think there's such a, there's such a fear there. Yeah. Um, we're not just called to, uh, to be a witness to the world. We're called to be... We're called to strengthen and love the body that we're connected to. Yeah. And how can we do that, though, if we're afraid, afraid of, of people hurting us, afraid of people leaving? You know, a lot of, a lot of times that's a, that's a major issue that people yeah. have is they don't want to look like Jesus to their friend, to their family yeah. member, because they're afraid of what that other person's going to do. And honestly, it's... It's easier to for someone in Walmart to walk away than in the natural. It's easier for that than than you know your best friend. Yeah. But if God has called you to be Jesus to everybody, we need to not stop being Jesus to the mm-hmm. people around us so that we know. We can't let that fear of people leaving or or being disappointed in us and keep us from that. Yeah. I think I think we've all had those moments though where it's like, oh, I need to I need to stand up for what's right, but you know I don't want to because you know this is my this is whoever it is in your life or whatever. But yeah. you're called to be Jesus to them just as much <laughs> as the person in Walmart. It's not like well I'm a witness to to the world, but not yeah. to anyone else. <laughs> yeah, there's Holy Spirit is bringing this up specifically, and I believe it's because. There's someone watching, probably more than one someone, 
who is going through this specific situation. And what it is is a bad situation that looks, looks very bad to the world that you should be frantic about and trying to do everything to fix. And I've been in this exact situation like yesterday, uh, the day before, the day before that. So I, I understand. Have mercy. But look at, look at Jesus on the boat in that death storm. What was he doing? He was sleeping. He was in perfect rest. Do you think he was unaware of that death storm? No. And were his disciples happy at the fact that he was resting? No. They were like, they, they were not happy. They were not happy at all. They weren't like, oh, well, let's let Jesus sleep. That's so sweet that he's resting right now while we're about to die. Yes, I, I don't want to wake him up, so I'm going to let him sleep. No. The people closest to him, who should have understood him the most, were like, Jesus, you've got to wake him up. Why is he sleeping right now? We're about to die. Jesus, don't you understand? There will be people, and it can be the people absolutely closest to you who may not understand resting when God has called you to rest. And God will call you to rest when it may not make sense. There, there was a, um, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, this was Monday. And I was, I was frantically working because there was a lot of work to do. And I was not in rest. It was a bad, it was not, I was, it was a weak moment for me. And I was not in rest at all. And I was working, and there was not joy on my face, but the lack thereof. And Marky looked at me, and, and she was not afraid to be the iron, sharpening iron in this moment. And she says, you are happy to work here. You are happy to be doing this work. You work in joy, and you're happy to be working with me right now. <laughs> and just kept speaking joy into me. And did I feel like joy in that moment? No, not at all. And did I look at her with love in my eyes, the purest of love that Jesus gave me? No, no, I didn't either. I'm sure she did not get complete understanding from me in that moment. But that was exactly what I needed because God has called us to rest. And my, my point in saying all of that is there will be frantic moments. There was so much to do like more to do in that moment than I had time to do it in. And I didn't see how I could do it without being frantic. But even in that moment, God calling us to rest isn't just momentary. God has called us to rest in everything. And that doesn't always mean sitting on the couch. I'm not saying God has called you to be a couch potato. Um, we were also talking about this in Impact. God is not, God's destiny for you is not to be a couch potato. That's not what he means by staying in his rest. But that means no matter what situation you are in, you can be in rest. Yeah. I have so much work and so little time to do it in, but it's okay. And, and knowing truly, I trust God, it will all be okay. And in that moment, that's not what I was thinking. And I needed someone to be the new creature that they had been called to be, to be willing to do what God was telling them to do, even though they knew my flesh was probably not going to like it. We've got to be able to stand up, be these new creatures that we're called to be, and help lift each other up like what Buddy and Barrett were talking about. We're not called to be islands. We've got to be willing to lift each other up, to 
stand for what we're called to do, to rest in times where it looks crazy to the world, where sometimes to the world, when we rest, they think that we're just slacking off and we're not trying as hard as we need to be. But when I rest, that is me doing the most that I know I can do. Yeah. That is me doing the most. And that's something we've got to get on the inside of us. Yeah. It's true. I appreciate you um, mentioning that moment and not all the... Uh, I know, like, being completely... Um, being completely blunt, I know there are moments where I have been in stress and we work together every day, spend a lot of our days uh, together, a lot of the day. Um, I know there have been times where I've been out of rest and I've like tried to drag you down with me. <laughs> like, Abby, I'm going down. We're all going this down. This is an issue. Stop being so happy. Stop being so peaceful. It's an issue. Care. Like, be at, see that it's an issue with me. I need your help in being stressed and stuff. And in those moments, I've needed you to be like, um, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, we're not getting out of rest. No, yeah. I'm going to keep singing a song like I'm Snow White, even though you are stressed right now. <laughs> like, I've needed you to do that. And, yeah. that's, and that's okay. It's, a, it's okay yeah. for there to be healthy conflict in that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm preaching to myself. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's preaching to me as well. But in all of that, that doesn't look normal to the world. In stress, being able to just sing or you do whatever. Look, you don't look normal a lot. Sweet. You're very happy a lot. That's really great. That's Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. That's, that's, we're not called to look normal to the world. When yeah. stress comes on, we're not supposed to be able to smile and laugh at those situations uh, to the world, to the world, but we're yeah. called to be new. Jesus is calling you to look different, and that's okay. That's okay. He's calling you to be able to laugh in situations that seem unable to laugh. I can remember when, like, this is, <laughs> Kevin says, you're Abby normal. <laughs> it's true. Ah, uh, that's really cute. Like, oh, abnormal. abnormal. <laughs> this guy Abby is, normal. That's really sweet. That is cute. That's really cute. Barrett says, any foundation other than Jesus is temporary and can be moved. Jesus is immovable. Barrett also says, normally, with any healthy conflict, both parties have opportunity to grow. Very rarely is one person solely wrong. We can all continue to grow. That's the truth. There's... Um, there's been so many times where, like, we've had bad situations come up that the, the world says, you have to be sad right now. Like, like, I've had family members die, like my grandparents or something pass away, and the world says, you have to be sad right now, or else you're not, you're not honoring them. Yeah. And that's not what God's called us to do. He's called us to be joyful. He's called us to be joyful every situation full of joy. He has called us to live lives of peace, no matter what situation. The Paul and Silas were in jail, and they were singing. It was them singing, right? It sounds like you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Um, he's, they were singing. Do you sing when you are stressed out? Well, besides Barrett, who just said yes. The average person does not. 
not, not the average worldly person. We are called to live lives of peace. They were yeah. facing death. They were facing death. And they were just singing. Yeah. They were just singing because they were living lives full of joy, living yeah. lives full of peace. We're called to live lives full of love, even when people are stupid sometimes, because <laughs> it happens. It happens. I've been that person, so I know it happens. Guys, everyone's stupid sometimes, and it's okay. We've got to be people of mercy. There is, and it's not always peaceful singing. Sometimes my soul sings stressful songs. <laughs> I sang stressfully the other day in the car. There is, no, it really, there, there's a verse, um, what is the verse that talks about um, singing, yeah, 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 singing yeah. songs? Um, um, it's, it's like the, I don't know um, which one you're talking about. when it's talking about the, like, manifestations, some manifestations of the spirit, yeah. and, and um, like, singing, in, uh, speaking in tongues, and the, um, and the, um, you're doing the, great. <laughs> what is the word? I great job. The translation. The, um. <laughs> Ephesians 5, 19. Let's yeah. Read it. Yeah, let's read it. Because what you're talking about is not, it, it's, it's in the Bible. It's not yeah. just like a, I'm just is, making this stuff let's up. Let's be Snow White. <laughs> yeah. It says, speaking to one another in, psal in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Yeah, That's and before that it says, speaking speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the, oh, no, before that. And do not get, I just read the same verse. And do not get drunk with like wine, <laughs> that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So it says be filled with the Spirit and then that verse. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> you just read the exact same verse. You didn't it just, read, it you just didn't, made me laugh. Oh, That's I all. wasn't apparently listening very well. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. I'm still growing to that. look like Christ. That's something that um, Dr. Rodney was talking about um, at a minister's conference a few years ago, that one way that you can know that you're in a, in a good, constant fellowship with the Lord is that you sing on a pretty regular basis, whether it's humming, just singing songs to the Lord. And my mom immediately texted me, and she's like, oh, well, that's great news because I do that all the time. And it's true. Um, it's not true. It's True. Very true. It's very true. But <laughs> but that's all the Lord. Guys, we can't just want to fit in with the world's normal because what's normal to the world is sad. It really is. There, there's so what's normal to the world. <laughs> this is a serious point. <laughs> it is true. I was like, I was like that's really true. We've got to be sad. <laughs> Now that's the opposite of what I'm saying right now, actually. Did you just, did you just, did you, did you just prove your point wrong? <laughs> like, prove it, okay, I don't, I, and that was like way, inception. I was completely joking, that was, but yes, yes. Yes. The world's way is sad. The world's way <laughs> is sad. And we've got to be okay to not be sad. Because sad is not glad. That is bad. That is bad. <laughs> Put that in the comments. Sad is bad. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on a mug. Buddy, can That's we put merch. that on a t-shirt? Sad is bad. first Lunch Plus merch. Sad is bad. Is bad. <laughs> Pretty simple. So if you have one takeaway from today, 
volume is very low right now. Sarah. Like I don't even know if the people can. <laughs> I don't even know if it's opening up your mic gate. If you have one takeaway, if you have one oh takeaway, oh my god, from today, sad is bad, <laughs> but glad is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you stopped rhyming. Oh, it's, you ran out of words. It's all good in the. Hood. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all that rhymes with good. Does anything else rhyme with good? Could. Good, could, good as could. What? Guys, oh we'll gosh. think about this. We'll think about. We'll brainstorm. Huh? Uh, glad is rad. Ah. There we go. Glad. I think we just dropped a few viewers. <laughs> They're like this. Come back. This is. We'll change. This isn't no, normal. No, we won't. It may not be the world's normal. Ah. <laughs> ew, I'm sorry. That was weird. <laughs> did you just say ew at me? <laughs> we just did annoying laugh at the exact same time, at the exact same pitch. Well, on that note, um, we're not called to look normal like the world. And I can see that um, um, <laughs> it's obviously not looking normal just at all. Blank statement, blanket statement. Um, Mama says glad is Unbad. That's the <laughs> truth. Sad is bad. Glad, Glad is, is unbad. unbad. Man. Man, that's amazing. Shirt idea. Becca, okay. Becca says, it's as good as it should, but that doesn't make sense. I'm really glad that it's not just us. Our I'm, viewers I'm glad our they, viewers are where we're at too. I'm glad y'all are really, really uh, on track with us. We squirreled, but we're coming back, back to the word. I'm, I wanted to keep rhyming, but I'm not going to. Um, we're not called to look normal. <laughs> and sometimes that means laughing when it doesn't make sense to laugh. Sometimes that means making weird jokes. Like but glad I'm is unbad. Glad is unbad. <laughs> but it brings joy. And if you take away nothing, nothing else from this, Truly, we've got to be okay to not blend in with the world. It's, I'm going to bring out the one scripture I had for us today because we, we went, we squirreled, we squirreled off. And it's 2 Corinthians 5, 17. <laughs> Kevin Oki says, what just happened? <laughs> it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, you are in anyone. Congratulations, because you are in Christ. He is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. You are not supposed to look like you did before you were saved. Yeah. You are not supposed to look like the world looks, who, like, like unsaved people. You are called to stand out. We are called to be ambassadors. And the word, the word ambassador really helps me with seeing what we are because just like it says we're in this world but we're not of it we're called to be ambassadors and you think of the ambassador of america when the ambassador of america goes to any other foreign country they do not look like the people in that country because they are american and they're not called to look like the people of that country because they're not representing that country they're representing america and it's just like us we are ambassadors of heaven <clears throat> We are in this world, but we are not called to look like this world. 
We are called to look like heaven. Like, that's what Jesus had us pray. He said, what's in, uh, I have to start over. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. I have to, it's like the ABCs. I have to start at the beginning to get where we are. Yeah, to figure out where the letters are. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We're getting off. We're getting off. Your will be done. Got it. On earth as it is in heaven. That's what we are bringing. <laughs> That's what we're bringing. We're ambassadors bringing the will of heaven to earth. And that is not going to look like the world's normal. That is not going to look like the world. Because as of this moment, the world has not looked like heaven. The world has not. But we have, our destiny is to call heaven to be on earth. And that's going to look different. And that's okay. That's great, actually. That's, that's yeah. a good sign. Good sign. So, do you have anything else to say as we wrap up before we start making really bad Honestly, rhymes Honestly, I'm again? still internally laughing at glad <laughs> is on bad. Glad <laughs> is on bad. Oh, my. I really want that on a t-shirt. We can do it. You know, yeah. you're like a graphic designer. Yeah. So you we can know, do you it. can do that stuff. Woohoo! Yay! Uh -huh. If you see me wearing that, you'll know. You'll know. Well, guys, let's pray because we need to wrap up because we're we're trailing off. We probably need some lunch. <laughs> Lord, thank you. Truly, thank you for letting us represent you. Even yeah. though you knew that sometimes we've missed it. But thank you that you have faith in us. Thank you that you have trusted us. Thank you that we get to be your ambassadors. Thank you for showing us how to represent you, how to follow you, and how to look different than this world look, how to bring your will to earth. Thank you for empowering us to bring your will to earth. Thank you for empowering us, giving us the strength to stand up when you call us to do things that may look different. Thank you for empowering us, Lord. You've called us to do it, but you've given us the power to do it as well. We praise you, Lord. You've given us everything we need. Everything we need. We praise you, Lord. We receive. If you have the ability right now, just put your hands up. I receive. Say this with me. I receive your empowerment in jesus name amen amen well praise god thank you so much guys make sure that you share this broadcast with your friends with your family put it on facebook youtube wherever you want to i don't think but never mind twitter is what i meant to say wherever you want to put it and we thank you we also make it available to you if the Lord's telling you, hey, I want, to part I want you to partner with this ministry, with the word that we are getting out to the nations, we've made it easy for you to partner with us. You can go to all the things that are appearing right there. GiveWW.org has all of our ways that you can give. We've got Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, all those other fun things. Text to give. You can give. You can give. You can give. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> if you so feel led. But there's no pressure in it at all. If God's not telling you to do it, do not give by compulsion. Only be led by the Spirit of God, just like what we were talking about today.
So do you want to pray over yeah. their giving? Thank you, Lord, for every seed that's going out today. Everyone that's sowing right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, we call that seed to be fruitful. We call that seed to be blessed. We call their pockets, their purses to be overflowing in Jesus' name, overflowing with the abundance. Because as ambassadors, we are provided for. As children of God, we are called to be provided for. And in faith, we sow, knowing that we're receiving today, knowing that as we sow, it is not gone. It is not just a gift. We are sowing. We are planting into the ground into good soil, and as people plant into good soil today, we expect to receive. We don't forget the seed. We expect to receive and be ambassadors filled with everything that we need, filled with abundance, overflowing, not just for the things that we need, but for the things that we even want. Because when they line up with what you want, we know that you want good things for us. So Lord, Today we receive, we receive from you, we receive the word that was given out today that we will be glad, we will be witnesses for you, we will look different. Lord, I just pray for everyone, even myself, all of us, to have that strength, the strength to stand firm in you, in the things of Christ. When, when things come up, when waves come up, we will not look at the waves, but we will yeah. look at you and who we're called to be because we're called to look like Jesus. And in this time, even time of Christmas, everybody with their family, friends, whatever's going on, Lord, right now I ask for strength for all of our partners and viewers to look like you in abundance abundance that everything that people are needing right now if they have things on their mind things that have tried to worry them lord as we sow and apply faith and trust in you lord right now in jesus name we receive every need taken care of every need met and not just met but overflowing that this will be a different christmas a christmas of our needs taken care of and even our our wants Lord, thank you for blessing us. In Jesus' name, we receive the blessing today. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, if you are like, hey, that was great. I don't want it to end. Congratulations. It doesn't have to. Because we have hundreds of videos for you here on YouTube. You can click here or here. I forget which direction it is, but you can figure it out. You're smart. And we've got tons of other videos for you to watch hours and hours worth of. So we invite you to do that. And without further ado, Barrett has a bucket load of <laughs> great, announcements. Great news. Really great good news. news. Fun stuff. Really great stuff. Fun stuff coming up. Merry Let's Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Da, 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 da. <laughs> As Marky groans. Um, I do. I have a bucket load, a bin load, a tote load, whatever word makes you happy. We have some information. Also, buddy, did you just do a somersault behind the camera? Are you okay? Okay, he says he's okay. (laughs) We have some stuff coming up and we want you to be aware of all of it. So next week on December 22nd, next Wednesday, it's going to be our Very Merry Lunch Plus Christmas special. You are not gonna wanna miss it. We're gonna be having giveaways. We're going to be giving away over $1,000 worth of stuff, whether it's in gift card format, physical things, 
they're like, we have so much fun planned for you and we're excited for you to be a part of it at 11.30 a.m., same lunch plus time, same lunch plus location, but it's gonna be super fun, so be here. I hear we have some of our old regulars coming back for the Lunch Plus special. So if you're a longtime fan, viewer of the broadcast, some old favorites are gonna be here. So make sure you're here. But then this Sunday, this Sunday, is Boomerang's Christmas extravaganza, and we want you to be a part of that too. So this coming Sunday, we are going to be doing giveaways. We're going to be giving away like a $300 makeover for one blessed lady. We're going to give away like a $300 gift card for men to a gun shop to buy gun stuff. I don't know what you buy. We are going to give away a Nintendo Switch. We have toys for every, one toy for every child who comes. We're going to have a great big meal afterwards. It's going to be so much fun. Family pictures taken by the one and only Miriam Abigail Wright, photographer extravaganza. I don't know why I said extravaganza. I meant like extraordinaire, but extravaganza was the last E word that came out of my mouth. So there we are. But it's going to be so much fun this Sunday. Join us at 10 a.m. It's going to be great. And we love you. Thanks for being on with us. We'll see you again tomorrow at 1130. Hey, guys. Huh. Santa and I are really excited about the Lunch Plus Christmas special. We want to let you guys know all about it. On December 22nd, we're going to be having a very merry Lunch Plus Christmas special at 11.30 a.m. here on the Brian Wright YouTube channel. Guys, we're going to be having some gift cards. We're going to be giving away prizes, giveaways, fun segments. It's going to be a lot of fun, interactive. We're going to have you guys involved in it. Santa, are you excited? He's excited. I'm excited too. So we'll see you guys on December 22nd at 1130 for the Lunch Plus Christmas special. We'll see you there.